0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740. Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. (music) Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now 416 360 0740 or toll free at 1 866 740 4740. Whoa, that's a solid one, Al.
1: I'm so confused. Because we got live television going on, and we got live radio going on, and this is weird. TikTok. Yeah, Yeah. so we,
2: uh, if you're following along and uh, you have TikTok, we are live on uh, TikTok with uh, Sergeant Kerry Schmidt from the OPP.
3: OPP, Highway Safety Division, check it out. We're having all kinds of fun on that. Exactly.
1: We were talking in the green room beforehand about, you know, the dumb stuff that people do, eh? And, uh... And, and and even when, like you said, even when you're behind them in a police cruiser, they still do dumb stuff. Oh
3: my goodness, so You yeah, no shortage of uh, idiots. So what we, what can we call these people? We, on we the can't roads? call them idiots. We can. Uh, well, Ooh. we shouldn't. We should. Okay, no, no. They're, oh, they're...
1: maybe they're just negligent, in using their rearview mirror.
2: <laughs> how,
3: how, Use how, your mirrors.
2: How how about they need to be educated?
3: Oh well, I'm working on that. <laughs> We're all working on that. That's right. You know, everyone thinks they know what they're doing, but it seems they forget once they get into the uh, driver's seat. Oh. Uh, well,
1: you know, crazy. I mean, when, when, when we grew up, it, for the most part, it was our parents that taught us. or friends taught us how to drive. But, but, but for the last 25 years, it's been, no, you have to go to car driving school. Yeah. Okay. So my assumption is, so they learn stuff at the driving school, because these are professional teachers, that we never knew, you know, because our parents didn't know.
3: Well, you learn on the farm truck, uh, on the fields, uh, driving around the back forty, you know, driving the big uh, tandem, and uh, hey, driving big trucks, it's a little different driving uh, driving the grain truck than it is driving the uh, uh, the motorcycle or the car down well, the highway. Well,
2: this this is the thing. What I what I don't appreciate is when um, when truck drivers, some large stake trucks or whatever, drive like they're driving their little daily <laughs> driver. That's scary.
3: I have seen dump trucks, transport trucks, b trains, you know going through traffic weaving through lanes unbelievable yeah. uh, the speeds and you know i've seen the outcome when they wreck we had a wreck yesterday guy cut off uh, by another vehicle failed to remain he jackknifed lost his diesel all across the 401 oh. it was shut down for most of the afternoon uh, yesterday, through Mississauga, and uh, you know, no shortage of that. And yet, the roads are still dry and and fine. We had lots of fog last week. Yes, that makes things challenging. And we got cars driving around with no lights on. We got people looking at their cell phones and uh, really no awareness of what. <laughs> they should be doing when they're driving their vehicles. Well, because oh. well, it's a secondary kind of thing.
2: <laughs> well, the, the, phone, the phone and the coffee are more important yeah. sometimes. <laughs>
1: no, I will never forget. It's got to be 20 years ago now where I'm sitting at a light, and the light changed, and and, and the person didn't go. Yeah. So I got on the horn, and she, the, the lady stuck her head out the window and said, excuse me, I'm on my phone. <laughs> and it was like, it was my fault for bothering her. Well,
3: I remember when cell phones were kind of still a new thing. I I mean, I'm dating myself. It was not illegal to have a cell phone in your hands. And people were up there all over the place. That's right. That's changed. And now the penalties have gone up. The fines have gone up. License suspensions are included with convictions. Yes. uh, and, And yet... You know, again, we are very connected to our phones and to our social networks and so on. But when you're driving your vehicle, my goodness, you've you've got to have your eyes on the wheel and eyes on the road in front of you, behind you, around you, everywhere.
2: All right. And uh, we got your buddy on. Well, you know, speaking of uh, people who know how to drive, we have Mark Wilkins. And uh, he is a professional racing driver. He uh, races Hyundai Elantra TCRs in the United States for Brian Hurt Autosport. He's a pal of mine. And uh, he's doing a cool uh, charity event in January. So we're going to talk about that later in the show.
1: All right, Super. If you've got a question or a query or a comment, by all means, call 1-866-740-4740. Again, one 740 4740 We have the officer right here to answer any and all those questions. We'll be right back.
2: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max, here in studio with Alan Gelman and Sergeant Kerry Schmidt from the OPP. Have to mention one thing. Go to davescornergarage.com for your chance to enter to win a set of triangle tires and a crown application. And still, my favorite part of this prize is that Al is installing your tires personally for us.
1: I am. I am. I am. As a matter of fact, I got whacked the other day. I'm black and blue. I don't know how that happened.
3: Yeah. What happened? Getting old. Oh Who couldn't remember? Falling apart here.
1: Yeah, that's a question. I mean, as as much as the fines are crazy, um, and and you lose your license, and it, well, you don't lose your license, but you lose your opportunity to drive for three days. Correct
3: distracted driving upon conviction of uh, being distracted for a cell phone a mobile handheld communication device you will get an automatic 3-day license suspension and that license will not be reinstated until you pay your reinstatement fee so by default you got your 3-day uh, but make sure you're actually licensed uh, by paying the extra fine so it's not just the $490 at the uh, from the ticket it's also the Reinstatement, and then who knows what what your insurance company is going to think about uh, your fact that you're driving around with your phone in your hand.
1: So. Now, is that are you just speculating, or do you know that if 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 they see that they're going to whack you?
3: Well, I, I'm just speculating. Okay. I don't know what their pro- profile is, but I know uh, from speaking to other people that have had the, those uh, mm-hmm. challenges that their insurance premiums have been spiked, even for a simple 15 over, uh, even for a, a minor violation, if so you want to call it a minor.
1: It's not a moving violation. Because I know on moving violations, your insurance does care.
3: Yeah. Well, any, it is a moving violation. It is a moving it violation. Is oh, moving. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, drive while operating a handheld communication device. If you're driving, yep. if you're part, hey, have at her. You can uh, do whatever you want on your phone. But... uh if you 're uh, in your vehicle and you you 're cooking down the road here you got the phone in your hand, the offense has been committed so there's there 's a lot of nuances and lots of different things about whether or not it 's mounted properly securely you know if it 's sitting in your lap and you 're not using it uh, it's you could still be technically charged for uh, a lot of different uh, variations of what uh, what the officer sees you doing or using or holding a handheld communication device.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, the phone calls, the phone numbers in the studio today are one 740 Again, one 740 We got PC, uh sorry, Sergeant. Sergeant, Sergeant. Sergeant, sorry, Sergeant, Sergeant Kerry Schmidt. I should look at, the, oh, three stripes. I see yeah. him on the shoulder. Well, I, was,
2: I was speaking to, to our other police friend Yes. PC Sean Shapiro yeah, this morning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And uh, of course, you know he's he's got lots of things to say. I I, I suggested he call in, but we'll see if he does.
3: Oh,
0: all
1: right. So. All right. Well, we do have a caller call on online. Uh, we've got Ron, who's got a specific question to uh, carry. Ron, how yeah, Ron. are you?
4: I'm doing good. I'm on my Bluetooth, but uh, even though I'm on my Bluetooth, I still I don't talk while I'm driving.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, and I hope you're not in the left-hand lane for yeah, sure. Yeah. Eh? Don't
4: don't wreck. No, oh, I'm on Highway Seven. Just uh, east of peterborough so anyway um, i've been i retired from greyhound I drove for gray coach Greyhound for twenty years i 'm still driving a school bus and but, but to me defensive driving it boils down to two words, and that 's if you keep in the back of your mind what if if uh, what if somebody does something wrong and i 've taught my son the same thing? It's just something you have to live with that um, if you're always conscious of what if somebody did something wrong yeah that's my de- de- definition it boils down to two words
3: do you know what I yeah. love that idea because what if I wish everyone could join me on a ride along on a day in the life of because all these what ifs are The what actually happened when I'm going to these wrecks and you see these fender bender I was driving along the 401 yesterday and all of a sudden I hear crunching metal beside me and I was in the right lane and I was moving along at probably 60 or 70 kilometers an hour and uh, the left lane came to a dead stop and all of a sudden boom and it was crunch 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 and uh, three or four vehicles involved multiple crashes you know these are the the what ifs the what ifs actually happened this is, is you may think it's a lottery that it'll never happen to me but uh, you never win but do uh, you know what talk to these people involved in these wrecks. No one ever thinks they're going to be the ones uh, involved in a wreck. Right. And uh, what if? Well, I'll tell you, these what ifs are really happening.
1: Exactly. You're riding a bicycle and all of a sudden, what if yep. the driver opened their door? Well, bingo, you're nailed. Yeah. You know, yep. or, or what if you watch these guys on motorcycles Cutting between the
2: lanes, well, same oh. thing. Yeah. What, we, we, what, what
1: if? Yeah. yeah.
2: We we spoke about this earlier uh, when we had our uh, our friend uh, Motoman on the show in the summer. We were out driving on the on the four hundred one, and traffic was slowing down. I'm in the passenger seat. We're in the left lane on the four hundred one eastbound, Mississauga area near yeah. the airportish. And I hear a motorcycle approaching. I'm like, oh, yeah, I bet you he's lane splitting. And, yep. of course, goes by us at a massive speed differential because mm-hmm. we're maybe doing 30, 40. And 10 seconds later, traffic comes to a dead stop. Yep. We get there. He tagged a, a car that was changing lanes and um, helmet ejected. Uh, bike was long gone. Wheels were no oh, longer attached to the bike. Uh, so I, I tell the story because the, the gentleman survived. But the, the most humiliating thing was the, the, the the gentleman was on the side of the road with his pants around his ankles yeah. at the end of this crash. But he did he did survive.
3: Well, do you know what? I I have all kinds of dash cam. We get these calls coming in, and I've seen motorcyclists uh, ripping through uh, lane splitting. And the fact is, I see these videos, and I know 10 seconds after this video played, the rider was dead. And we did. Uh, that's testing. no good. Yeah. Bummer. No, that's no good.
1: No, terrible. Uh, Yeah, I wondered about those guys. They're so fast. You can't catch them in a cruiser, but the radio works, eh?
3: Radio works, but you know what? Sometimes uh, the laws of physics uh, always work, and and sometimes uh, they're not going to get away, and you think you're in charge, and these guys are large and in charge until something bad happens, and you have no escape route, and all of a sudden now you're lying on the ground you know fighting for your life
1: absolutely you know you you get a flat you hit a a wet spot you're done yeah. all right we got to go Um, again the phone numbers to the studio are one 740 4740 that's one eight six six 740 4740 give us a call we'll be right back
2: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Maxon, studio with Alan Gelman and Sergeant Kerry Schmidt from Hello. the OPP. Super famous on TikTok now. No, 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 no. That's what I hear. Yeah. That's what I hear. <laughs> so we've got uh, we've got some. I think we've got some calls uh, for for Kerry. Do we? We do. Um,
1: he's, uh, our operator Carlos is just setting him up right now. But uh, cool. just
2: so people know that
1: we 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 have rules and laws pertaining to. Proper broadcasting here, so you're getting some weird people on the internet, eh? No,
3: there's no weird people online. we're, <laughs> no. we're all good. hey yes. You know, we might have a few haters once in a while, but I hope people are having some fun. I, I love to connect and engage with uh, with audiences. You know, in person, we're actually getting back into in person events. I'm going to yep. another event uh, after we're done here this uh, this morning, and uh, you know, online as well. Hey, I I love to have chats, and you know. I've had some really, you know, I wouldn't say they're strong or heated, but they're very, very engaging conversations. And at the end of it, we may agree to disagree because uh, the rules of the road apply and we interpret them in a way that is required by law. Right. And now, people may not agree with the law, but... Uh, you know that's our job. Our job is law enforcement, and the law states as it is. We're not here to uh, change uh, change legislation. The the government does that. We enforce the rules of the road. If you have a problem with the law, you talk to your uh, talk to the ministry. Talk to your local MPP.
1: Well, the nice thing is, I mean, you do have a little bit of discretion. I mean, I, sure. I, my wife happened to mention once that she was talking on the phone and she was sitting still, so she figured, well, I'm sitting at the light anyways, and a cruiser pulled up beside her. And uh, all the guy did was motion to get off your phone. Yep. So, yep. which she was very thankful.
3: Well, we use education, like we're doing right now. We can do use discretion, uh, and of course, there's always going to be the enforcement ac- uh, um, access as well. So you know one day you may be uh, tagged for something other times uh, you may be uh, let, let go. go and and on your way so hopefully our presence you know changes driver behavior around us i've seen people doing some cre- pretty crazy things my police car maybe isn't what a traditional police car looks like <laughs> but, but hey it works for me and it's got lights on it, it's got a siren on it and sometimes people think i'm a contractor heading to the job site but uh, you know it shouldn't matter and I, i've talked to have drivers in front of me beside me that are doing uh, stupid things, and uh, they'd say, well, I didn't realize you were a police officer. It shouldn't <laughs> matter. No, that it doesn't, doesn't
1: matter. matter. I did that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I, I generally try to avoid conversations with police officers. That's what I do. <laughs> All,
1: All right. right. We've got Tony on the line. He's got a question. Tony, how are you doing?
0: I'm
1: okay. All right. Go yeah. ahead. You got a question for us?
0: Well, I've ever a quick one. It's,
4: you know, I think driving on four run is very very dangerous and and hectic and, and and nervous because there are people you know driving so crazy you know they just cut you in and then when I
3: when I see a case like this can I call up the four I mean um, the OPP or are I going to stop somewhere? No. What shall I do? Well, sorry, when they're doing the like, I'm not sure exactly yeah. what that is, but that, that sounds like it's something. that's dangerous. Come into the the right lane and then go back to the left lane. Yeah, yeah. And left yeah. lane, then go back to the right lane. We- you know what? Lane discipline is one of my pet peeves. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, and if you are making a 911 call, you are allowed to make that call while you're driving. We would prefer your passenger make that call or you pull over someplace uh, safe and stop and make that call. But you are legally allowed to call 911 in case of emergency. Drunk driver, dangerous driver, aggressive driver, and you can make that call. Star OPP on your phone puts you right in contact to our communication center, and they will take that information and uh, dispatch officers to whatever the concern is.
1: All right, you good with that, Tony? All right. I guess I guess he's bothered by it. I mean, you know, we were talking about people driving aggressively and yeah. and 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 of course you right away talked about that euphemism for the left lane bandit. Yeah. yeah. And and which which really ticks people off, which does. generates more of this crazy driving. So what do you do if someone's in the left lane and They don't
3: want to move. You know what? And I posted that on on a video I just did. And what do you do when you're behind a vehicle that's going slower than the flow of traffic? Now, unnecessary slow driving, uh, what does that mean Mm -hmm. if you're going less than than the normal speed or the flow of traffic? Now, you may be going the speed limit. You actually may be going in excess of the speed limit. But if there's other cars stacking up behind you, you are now the slowest vehicle in that stack. Right. And if you're in the far left lane and you're being overtaken, you are required... To move to the right now on a multi-lane highway, it is not illegal to pass on a middle lane. In some lit, in some jurisdictions, you are not allowed to pass a vehicle to mm-hmm. the right. Here in Ontario, it it still says you can pass vehicles on any lane as long as there's a lane. But it causes confusion, distraction, and uh, really it 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 leads to that perception of road rage and aggressive driving when you have a car threading a needle, weaving through every lane of traffic because some driver is parked in the left lane there, got their death grip on the steering wheel, or they got their cell phone in their hands, because they know if they're in the left lane, no one's going to come from the left, so they can just do their thing and make, maintain their own uh, pace. So we're just suggesting to be to flash our lights. Probably. Well, sure, like, so flash your high be- like, so I, I'm not I'm not advocating for this, but, uh, you know, flashing your high beams, honking your horn, tailgating, going off the side, putting on your left signal, you know, these people, there's all kinds of different things that people will do, Desperate. or do you just wait patiently, or do you pass on the inside? And you know, there's there's no clear direction on that. But no, and and
2: in my experience, which is you know purely anecdotal, but in my experience, I do a lot of driving. I find that people that that do that are kind of oblivious. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what kind of signal, except for you know, if you're in in an OPP cruiser and flick on your lights, that well, might get you their know attention. What?
3: I've had that experience. I've done a couple of high beam flashes, and it's uh, it's not ended well. Because uh, I get brake checked. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. And so, and they, or they speed up when there's a gap, and then they slow down when yes. there's uh, traffic. Uh...
1: I guess it's like Brian said, you know, you're, you're making the assumption that they're actually are paying attention looking in the mirror rather than being on their phone. But I guess that's not the case.
3: Bah. Some people think they just own that lane, and uh, they're they're entitled. It's not your job to control the rate of speed. If someone's coming from behind you, let us get them for speeding. Move over. Share the road.
1: Alright, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got some great advice. And we're here we're here and ready to answer your calls. If you got one, 1-866-740-4740. Again, if you got a question, 1-866-740-4740. Officer Kerry Schmidt is here and he'll tell you exactly how it is.
4: Something
3: like that.
2: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Sergeant Kerry Schmidt from the OPP. Good morning. Good morning. And speaking of triangle tires, again, don't forget to go, go to davescornergarage.com for your chance to win a set of triangle tires and a crown application for your car. And again, best part of the prizes, Alan installs your tires personally.
1: Yes, I'm going to do that. And uh, we have to make sure of the
3: rotation, right? Yes, we have of course. To make sure you of the tire pressure. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: And we have to make sure. Uh, uh, uh. We want to talk about it. That the wheel nuts are tight.
3: Check your nuts. It's so important. Uh, sorry, did I say something wrong? <laughs> hey, we're not we you we're on the radio now. We're not doing that TikTok thing. Uh, there you can <laughs> say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Go Am ahead. I getting bleep for that? No. Oh, boy. no. 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 So do you know what? Yeah. You know, check your nuts. You have to make sure those wheel fasteners are properly installed. It, torque wrench. Look at the orange manuals. Now you know if it's got to be 80, 80 foot pounds, hundred foot pounds, hundred thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, every vehicle is different. The types of vehicles. Now it's best to do that with a, with a torque wrench and, and make sure you know exactly what's going on. If you're a driveway mechanic doing it yourself, you know, look to make sure that uh, all wheel fasteners are tight, but make sure the wheel itself is properly seated against the hub. That's
1: mm-hmm. the key, because yeah. you can reach a proper torque amount yeah. with the wheel being cockeyed, you know.
3: Yep. And as soon as you drive, you now lose that clamping <laughs> oh, no, pressure. Exactly, yeah, exactly. None of that is good.
1: Yeah, people don't realize. You see, when you're talking about... Because majority of cars now have alloy wheels on. Yep. And they are a much tighter fit. And as they corrode, they... they it's like Again, it's not a floppy fit. Like with a steel wheel, it's the nuts that are centering yep. it. But here, in a lot of cases, it's hub-centric. In other words, the hub has to be clean, yep. and, and it has to sit down properly. And if not, not... And uh, and we got, oh, oh Steve, oh, studio audience is uh, telling me to stop talking and... Uh, <laughs> and we, take a call. We got a caller. Okay, no problem. His name is Stuart. He's calling in from Markham. Stuart, what can we do for you?
5: Hey, how's it going?
1: Great. You got a question for Kerry?
5: Yeah, I do. I, uh, I would just like to know how a dumb fuck like Kerry, who knows nothing about cars, is in charge of modifying...
3: <laughs> right on. Yeah. So you know what we love talking about uh, car's <laughs> modifications. Uh we talk about mufflers, exhaust, suspension, lights. Uh yeah, well with, we you didn't? know
2: I, we've spoken with uh with Sean Shapiro yeah. about this this uh idea of catalytic converters and yeah. all, all these enthusiasts oh. think that they're they're bad but um what you know the the two race cars that I currently own yeah. have two catalytic converters
0: yeah.
1: each. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait like, wait we have it, to stop this and I have to say on behalf of the radio station. Yeah. Corner garage. We do not endorse that kind of language used on yeah, the radio. Yeah, there. yeah, so Please that, do not. That's that's um, kind of sad. Besides, Carrie is way smarter than that.
3: Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> it was funny. I had a really engaging conversation with someone on uh, Messenger the other day, and uh, he was talking about catalytic converters because I I I struck a nerve when I was talking about uh, this the catalytic converter that was missing when I was looking from the top of the engine, and and I got I got ripped over the coals about that. And so one guy says, like, you don't know kind of what this guy was talking. About, mm-hmm. And like, okay, we'll, we'll connect, we'll engage. And uh, so I sent him a photograph of a vehicle with a catalytic converter right up on top. And uh, it kind of shut him up, and then he changed his tune pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, hey, do you know what? I, I'm doing the best I can, my friend, and, and I appreciate you actually following along and listening. We can agree to disagree. So and what,
1: sorry, let me stop here. What, what was his argument?
3: Well, that, that kind of what the, this caller says that I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, hey, yeah, I'm going on the best information that I have. I, no, I am not a licensed mechanic. Mm-hmm. I've done training. I've been a CVSA. I've been an inspector. Right. Hey, I love cars. I love driving. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing the beauty and the personality that people put in their cars. And uh, if you have a car to show off, I'd love to uh, love to take a look at it. You know, I, I get uh, joy looking at these cars. I'm going to be doing a bunch of stuff on the track. And we got some great programs coming up. And if you want to show off, your car, hey, come on down. We'll show you what the legislation talks about. If you've gutted your muffler, if you've taken it out, if it's excessive noise, so many pieces of legislation are very subjective by an officer. Mm -hmm. So it may not be too loud for me, but it may be loud for, you know, the next officer down the road. Uh, The tint may not be sufficient for me. I may give you a pass, or someone may charge you for having tint.
1: But there Uh, are specific
0: rules about it. There are rules. So, uh,
3: you know, I read the legislation and I, uh, you know, I I know I got haters out there as well. Hey, I'm sorry, buddy, but I hope you're still listening online here, and I think it's pretty cool that uh, we can have these chats.
1: Do you actually have a tint meter?
3: I don't because there is no tint meter uh, specifications. Now, I'll tell you, uh, my vehicle, my police vehicle... From the factory has no tint on it right. and i put my wind my my side windows on a tint meter that uh actually rob monster yep. a buddy of mine mm-hmm. who's from the mto he put it on and i was actually about 30 percent or 28 percent light restriction mm-hmm. on from the factory yeah so if i think if i think i'm allowed to have 30 percent uh tint and i go put 30 percent on my windows well now i'm at 60 and you can't see through that uh, that vehicle. Exactly people say it's a cash grab, people say it's it's just kind of buzzkill for people. You know, if you're a pedestrian and you're crossing the street and uh, there's a car making a right turn and you want to make eye contact and you can't see inside of the vehicle, driver's looking at you, you know, there is some public safety, traffic safety issues. So no, I, absolutely. I,
2: I saw it. that yesterday, exactly. I yeah. live in a busy part of town yeah. and that's exactly what happened and the, the window of the vehicle was tinted and the driver was trying to give the pedestrian instructions yeah. and couldn't communicate, couldn't see yep. i could see because i was a different perspective but that's exactly what was going yeah. on and yeah. it was it was kind of dangerous yeah. oh
1: absolutely i mean i've, I've given people a wave by you know or or <laughs> no. not
2: <laughs> what kind of wave al
1: oh wave all bye. the fingers not just one <laughs> yeah. No, no no i was going to be a nice guy and let someone in well i can't see if they can see me or not because yeah. i can't see them
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly 100 100 so you know and that's uh yeah and that's the challenges and now Listen, we, we talk about what's allowed or what's not allowed, what you could be ticketed for. Let me tell you how many charges of tint are being laid versus how many people getting stopped for, uh, you know, failing to stop at a stop sign, blowing a red light or speeding. Yep. You know, we, a, hundred, a quarter million charges sometimes uh, for speeding, and yet, okay, we got a, we got a couple hundred or a, do- a couple dozen charges for uh, excessive tint. You know, and, and we get people going off the deep end uh, talking about how, how much injustice there is in that. Well, listen, we're going to do what, what our job requires, and we're going to continue to do our job, and, and we're going to continue to have these conversations. So, hey, if you want to go at me, let's have, it, let's have a chat. i got no problems, but let's be respectful.
1: All right, we do have someone else calling in from out of town. They're calling in from Caledon. His name is Zahir. Zahir, you got a question.
5: Hi, this is for uh, Kerry Yeah, I might have joined late, so I'm not sure if this has already been answered. But my question is regarding the HOV lane. So I I heard your video yesterday about driving in the left lane. I I agree with that. But I drive with a toddler, and usually I like to drive safe. So I'm in HOV lane. Of course, there is no passing on the crossed lines. At speed, maybe five or max ten over sometimes. But still, I see a lot of people always coming in from behind, flashing in, passing in from like that hard cross line. Mm -hmm. Even I have seen people crossing from like the left shoulder, hard shoulder, and honking and swearing and all like. What about
3: that? Do you know what? And that's a really good question because it's a it's a challenge. HOV violations are or one of the biggest public complaints we get from people. Now, when you're in a single HOV lane, you are not allowed to uh, cross uh, those double white lines, and uh, if you're going the speed limit. Uh, those HOV lanes are there for congestion in, in backlogs when traffic may be going you know, for 30, 40, 50 kilometers and the through lanes, HOV lane, because there's two people, you can get uh, a bit of a free pass getting through there. It's not the wide open expressway racetrack to go as fast as you want. So I understand what you're, what you're saying. Uh, there are new HOV lanes where you have these transition zones where there's two lanes where people could pass if they want to. If you uh, don't need to be, if traffic is moving, Moving along at at the speed limit, you don't necessarily need to be in the HOV lane if there's traffic going beside you. You know, courteous would be move to the right and let those traffic let that traffic go by. Uh, just like uh, on the on any lanes, when there's multi lanes, the slower traffic should be to the right. So if you don't need to be in the HOV lane because traffic in all the other lanes is moving along at at the capacity and uh, there's traffic going by you in the right lanes, I would get out of the HOV lane because that's there to give you you benefit when the congestion is there to allow those kinds of drivers to to make their way through traffic.
1: I guess what could be confusing, though, is here saying, if there's a solid line, am I able to cross it?
3: No, you're not. No, nope. you no know, if once you, uh, and even, even if a police vehicle comes from behind and uh, you move over across those, you are required to either move to the shoulder, or move mm-hmm. to the right, uh, but once you're out of that lane, there is no law that says you can move back in just because a police car uh, forced you over to get around it so now you got to wait for that buffer zone that transition zone to get back into that lane so just keep that in mind and uh, you know again common sense (laughs) you share the road (laughs) if if traffic if you're in the hov lane and all the lanes are going faster than you you why are you in the hov lane
5: Right. Let me share something from yesterday evening, very fresh, uh, if if I can quickly. So last night, there was a little bit foggy, and I was going around, it was 7 o'clock, passing 410 through Brampton with my family. And again, I was uh, on on the HOV lane. The conditions weren't like very clear, like the visibility. I was going about 108 or 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. The guy behind me, yeah, I think it was a Dodge Challenger or something, He comes in, he's like honking, honking almost for two minutes. It comes really close to like my. Yeah, car. You know, just move over. Let, let, let him
3: go by. We don't need that kind of road rage, man. I appreciate you you, you talking about that, but we've got to we got to just uh, you know have some uh, have some you know, some courtesy around everybody. You're entitled to be in that lane, but you know maybe maybe you don't need to be in that lane.
1: All right, so here, thank you very much for calling in. We do appreciate it. Drive safe. Hopefully, you don't get any other crazy people up your butt. That's a horrible. <laughs> That's thing. never
3: good.
2: Yeah. All right, yeah.
1: after the break, we're having who?
2: We're having Mark Wilkins, professional right. racing driver, Ooh. and uh, some cool stuff going on. Mark's, uh, Mark's a fantastic driver, uh, all-around good human being, and we're doing a, um, a little bit of a charity event, uh, or he's doing a charity event in January, so we're going to talk a little bit about
3: that. Looking forward to hearing about and it. And
1: that'll be on a racetrack, Kerry. You don't have to worry.
3: Hey, can I come? It well, won't be y- on a street. Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back.
2: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here in studio with Alan Gelman and OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt. Hello. Hello. And uh, we have a, a pal of mine, professional racing driver and all around good guy, Mark Wilkins, on the phone with us. Mark, what's going on today?
4: Hey, how are you guys this morning?
2: And hey, we're, we're all good. We're all, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're busy here. It's been a, a fantastic morning. I uh, wanted to thank you for joining us. And one of the reasons we're having this conversation today, Mark, is because you're doing a, a cool thing with our friends at Hip Motorsports in, uh, in Ajax. So they're a, a racing simulator studio. But what you guys are doing is a, a charity event that, uh, that supports the Sick Kids Foundation.
4: Yeah, absolutely. It's the uh, second annual iRacing for the Kids uh, charity pro-am event. Um, it's going to happen uh, J- uh, January 11th uh, of, of next year, so coming up. Um, and, you know, last year was a great time. We raised, uh, you know, close to $20,000 uh, for sick kids. Um, you know, it's just a, an opportunity for pro drivers and and some, you know, pretty talented uh, handy sim drivers to race with some AMs and uh, and raise some money for a great cause. So really excited for that. And the, the folks at um, uh, HIP Motorsport uh, have, a, have a great Spot for that. Uh, you can race from home, you can race from their fantastic studio in Ajax, and uh, yeah, excited to get back behind the wheel and, uh, and have some fun for a great cause.
1: I I asked Mark if he was going to Brian if he was going to drive, and he said no. I would get my ass kicked. And I said, "What are you talking about? (laughs) You're a professional race car driver.
2: I'm good at the at the real thing, but I haven't been on a sim very much. So I was I was out practicing this week at uh, at Hip and and doing some laps. But I'm just I'm too inconsistent to to race in that event. So I'll be I'll be watching now. (laughs) With with respect to real uh, real driving, uh, Mark, that's you know that's that's obviously um, how we know each other. And um, I you know I don't know if some of our listeners know what you do, but um, you race for Brian Herda Autosport in uh, Hyundai Elantra N, and it's called a TCR because it's a purpose-built race car. And um, on top of that, you've got a really cool co-driver.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Robert Wickens uh, is my co-driver. Um, we we just finished our first year together. Um, it was my fifth season with Brian Herda Autosport uh, racing uh, Hyundai uh, TCR cars. And um, yeah, I mean, how, what a what a joy to race with Robert. I mean, just uh, an incredible talent. Uh, you know, great to see him back behind the wheel, and and of course right up to speed right away. And uh, if you don't know, uh, Robert drives with hand controls. Uh, so uh, you know, throttle, brake, shifting, yeah. all with his hands, and it's it's really uh, it's really <laughs> unbelievable to be honest. I, I've tried it very very difficult Um, but he's right on pace right away and uh, you know we had some great results this year it was really fun.
2: Yeah well you know at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park in in July you guys you guys won the
4: race. Yeah that was I mean home soil uh, you know after not racing up at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park for a few years was nice to come back and you know there there was a lot to that story. Uh, So we won. Uh, Robert uh, and his wife uh, Carly just had had a had a baby the day before the race so robert actually didn't even turn a lap in the car until the pace lap of the race so he went back to indianapolis uh came back up just in time for the green flag uh and i think by the end of his stint was up to p3 and handed it over to me and i thought man that's pretty remarkable. I have to deliver to get a result for this crazy monumental effort that had happened and uh you know Canadian Tire Motorsport Park is my home track it's a fantastic track uh fast high speed uh everywhere it's uh you know it's a challenge and anyone who's driven there knows how how tricky it is um but I don't know we just had we just had a great day and and everything clicked and uh you know we we came away with the win and that was a week after we had won at Watkins Glen so we won two races wow. uh, back to back within a week and Robbie and, and and Carly had a baby in the middle so it was it was a pretty uh pretty fantastic week
1: i'd be you know i'd pay money to watch the transfer i mean from one driver to the other it must take you quite a
2: while now they, they, you know mark can explain it but it's actually done very quickly wow
4: Wow. yeah it 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 is quick I mean uh, it has to be, or we're not competitive it, it's that simple right exactly
1: but, i mean I watched nascar and if, if if they go from a ten second pit stop to eleven p- second pit stop, you've lost like eight positions on yeah. the on the road
4: yeah exactly and and you just you, you just can't have it, so we worked tirelessly uh, at the track and the shop just trying to fine tune that and get it as quick as possible and you know we we're fortunate that it takes a little longer to put fuel in the car and if we have to change tires. Uh, takes a little bit of time to do that, so we we have a little bit of time, but a little mm. bit of time equates to about twenty three seconds. So um, it's 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 pretty amazing, um, but we've got a process that works well, and uh, we we worked hard to go back and forth. So I finished a bunch of races, and then we we did some work where Robert finished some races, and uh, we're we're definitely uh, having to hone in on that process a little bit more. But uh, at the end of the year, at Road Atlanta uh we had a great driver change and and that was to Robert and and so we're we're getting getting there but it's always uh time is always the most important thing and and if we can focus on that and save a spot or two in the pit in the pits then it's a little less work for us uh, on track
2: one of the one of the cool things about what you guys do uh, with Hyundai Motorsports and and, and Brian Herda Autosports is that you really engage the fans. Uh, when when I joined you guys in uh, at um, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca, we shot a little episode, and the the engagement of Hyundai N fans just blew my mind. That's that's one of the most popular episodes on my channel this year. That we you know we had fun driving cars in the mountains and shooting some stuff, but the engagement was incredible. And and you've got a lot of a lot of fans out there.
4: Yeah, you know, I mean, Hyundai's really come on with their end performance division. So with the Veloster uh, and then now the Kona and the Elantra that we race um, in IMSA. But the road car versions are are so much fun. In fact, I was just at Toronto Motorsport Park on Thursday. Uh, it was such a nice day, obviously, before we kind of switch into winter mode here. Um, but I had to go. I mean, they, they opened the track and I thought, I, I it's off season. It's a long off season. and And I was feeling a little bit of the need the need for speed and so <laughs> I, I hopped in the elantra drove down to toronto motorsport park which is a couple hours for me and spent a couple hours on track just uh, getting that out of my system and having a great time and you know the elantra and road car is really very very similar to the race car i mean it has the same sort of chassis characteristics and in fun to drive factor is just unbelievable so any opportunity i can to to get the road car out there is, is it, maybe it's a little bit of of uh, you know, extra practice, if you will, while we wait for our season to start uh, at Daytona in January.
2: Well, we'll see you there, Mark. Thanks very much for joining us. And uh, you're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max. We're here in studio in uh, Liberty Village with uh, Alan Gellman and Sergeant Kerry Schmidt from the OPP. And um, before we go, have to remind everybody to go to daviscornergarage.com for your chance to win a set of triangle tires and a crown application. And again, Al's going to personally install the tires for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will. And don't forget, if you want to help... uh Mark in
2: their charity event it's go to for which money goes to the hospital for sick kids? It's it goes to the Sick Kids Foundation. And uh they're probably gonna you know they're gonna do way more than they, they I think they raised about twenty thousand dollars last year. They're gonna raise a lot more this year. It's uh what's the website, Al? It's Hyundai Motorsport forward oh.
1: slash iRacingForTheKids.com. dot com.
2: Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think it might be just iRacingfortheKids.com you can Google anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's knows. true. Yeah, or or hit motorsports and and uh, and you can always give them a call. Or go to the website.
1: Speaking of racing, uh, you, you were you were doing you were putting a video together for your podcast. and, yeah. and a guy blew past you at about a million miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, that was good.
3: Dude, that was it, was it was it was. I did not plan that, and it <laughs> could not have been timed any better. I was talking to someone about what they were doing. I just came across an officer doing a speed enforcement on Highway 404. He had just caught a guy doing 169. I pulled up his item and said, "Hey, would you mind just give me a little clip saying, hey, we're out here doing our job, we're monitoring the rate of speed and and the speed limits, and he, he says, don't speed turns his laser down the road, first click, first car, truck, or whatever it was, a, b- a buck 67, and he went after him, like, oh my goodness, I didn't know what, th- what to do, so, anyways, we were still uh, recording, and kind of went live on that, posted it up, and uh, here we go, it's incredible that uh, we got those kinds of speeds, middle of the day, you know, it wasn't a sports car, racing car, it was just an average work truck, uh, uh-huh. you know, going down the highway, you know, <laughs> gas pedals on the right, and if you press it too hard, you're going to find yourself in trouble.
1: And uh, you are able to catch up to him and pull him over?
3: Yeah, yeah, well, the officer did. I was I was sitting there on the side of the road here. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I, if you watch the video, I had to unclip my, the little microphone, microphone I had on him, and, and he went uh, over and, and got the guy stopped. You know, you got to keep an eye on him, because he, he targeted the, the vehicle, and he was like over half a kilometer away yeah. when he got that speed. So it took another... Ten, fifteen seconds for the car to actually get to the location where the officer would pull out and stop the vehicle. At that point, you know vehicles are all going slow because hey, you know I didn't see you. Uh, I was only going a hundred when I went by you. And yes, I said yes, yeah, sir. well it doesn't matter. You were doing a box bu- <laughs> sixty-seven. You know, <laughs> fifteen seconds earlier. So. Was,
1: was there any reduction, or did he whack him for the whole thing?
3: Yeah. Do you know what? Uh, I think he got he got done for speed. So um, that that's actually a stunt driving uh, yes, right? regulation. So at that point, uh, you're losing your vehicle, you're losing your uh, license, and 14 days for the car, 30 days for your license, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not a good day.
2: No, and, you know, here's the thing, Kerry, and, and, you know, uh, as, as a racing driver, this is one of the things we always talk about. There's a there's a reason why you yeah. shouldn't be doing 167 kilometers an hour yeah. on public roads. Do it on the racetrack all day long. Absolutely. And, you know, I was on the racetrack this week. I didn't even look at the speedometer, but yeah. I was going as fast as I wanted yeah, and absolutely. having a great time. But on the road, there are so many other vehicles moving at slower speeds. Just the differential alone is problematic. But then when you take into consideration that, you know, some of these vehicles... Are not meant to stop quickly from yeah. 167 kilometers. Now, none of this is good.
3: No, you know, on a racetrack, you have safety measures. You have you have monitors in place. Look at the Schumacher crash when he when he rear-ended his teammate, uh, you know, in the rain because he was going too slow and, and or maybe was opponent, whatever it was. Yes, but uh, that was years ago. But uh, you know, there's there's pr- protections on the track on the highways. You know, sure, there's there's guardrails and so on, but there's vehicles of all different sh- uh, shapes, sizes, weights, speeds, and that speed differential is uh, going to cause trouble. And I'll tell you, speeding right now is the number one killer on our highways Mm -hmm. and you know when we have our officers going to these uh, fatal crashes serious injury crashes and we find that speed was the major contributing factor that's why we're out there doing our job and and i know
2: i know you know people who oppose this idea of speed limits or think our speed limits are too low that one of the things they need to realize is that a lot of cars are not meant to crash at those speeds This yeah. is this is the fundamentally the problem. Yeah. So they're they're meant to crash at normal legal road speeds yeah. and, and they'll protect you to a certain degree. But when you exceed that, it's not a good idea. It's
3: not about the car that crashed. Sure, there's crumple zones in the car. Mm-hmm. It's the body inside the car that's going for that ride. So even a small little rigid car, it may survive the crash your heart will not survive because unfortunately i've been to far too many autopsies and far too many fatal scenes your heart will rip off your aorta when yeah. you're uh, involved no kidding. so i don't want to get into graphics things here but like listen <laughs> you know your car may survive but you may not uh, yeah. you're going to have a head injury brain injury uh or internal injuries it's catastrophic and the faster you go well i guess in the delta v which is the quicker you come to a stop yeah. uh, the more likely you are to be injured and yeah.
1: people drive without seatbelts too hey eh?
3: Well, Still, <laughs> that's one of the big four. Seat belts. I'm amazed. Yeah, yeah, wow. I know. Do so they just equipment? continue
1: to listen to the beep, 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 or please
2: put on your seat? Belt. I mean, they, they, <laughs> like they, I've I, I saw a guy recently sitting on his seat belt. Yeah, yeah, he had it plugged in, obviously, so the car's not beeping at him. Right. But he he sat on his seat belt. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Well, mind you, I guess a lot of times it can be backseat passengers too, eh?
3: Yeah, they may not have warnings on that, right. and they're going to get, they feel all cocooned in the backseat, but you, know, you get into a vault and crash, and I've seen ejections, and these passengers come flying right through the windshield, mm-hmm. and again, not a good day. They will actually squeeze through the sunroof or the side window. Oh, you know, boy. you may not think you can get through there. Well, when you're do- doing 100 kilometers per hour rolling through a ditch, doesn't matter. Your body's is going to get out of a pretty small spot. Yeah, yeah it's
1: pretty nasty. I've seen p- pictures after the fact, you know, and you're looking in the car and saying it's not that bad. Well, it yeah. it wasn't that bad, yeah. except the buddy inside didn't have his belt on. Yeah,
3: yeah. you know, what? survivable. If you you can't just depend on your airbags or your crumple zones or your safety systems or whatever, put that seatbelt on. It's going to keep you in that seating position. It is not going to trap you. It's not going to uh, you know prevent you from escaping a vehicle that's on no. fire or whatever. I've never seen that. Uh, I've never seen a seatbelt. Be the reason the person is dead,
1: right? Yeah, so and let's. Uh, you brought up earlier. It's the time of year where people are changing their wheels. Yeah. Um, make sure
3: they're done by. If
1: not by professional, if you're doing it yourself, make sure after you've driven it for a couple of days, bring it back into the garage yeah. or into the driveway and check the wheel nuts. Make sure they're tight. Checking nuts. Because Absolutely. So we important. don't want to see a bounce and tire. Going we had another the wheel highway. off
3: this morning. No, so no. Uh, again, this is the yeah. time we see a spike in wheel separations. Kerry, yeah.
1: thank you very much for joining hey, it's us. it's been my pleasure.
3: Yeah. Awesome, you guys. Great, great to have you. Thank and you.
1: If <laughs> people see something stupid going on. What is it, Star OPP?
3: Star OPP calls anytime. Yep. But
1: I want Carrie specifically.
3: Can I? (laughs) (laughs) Not everybody does. Wait, wait, hang on. I'll give him (laughs) a cell.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please drive safe. We always tell people to do that. Want to thank our guests again, Brian, Um, Carrie. Thank you. My pleasure. And Carlos for keeping the wheels on. We'll have to check the torque on the wheels uh, after the show, though. (laughs) All right. And our studio audience, say hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Uh, This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll see you next week, everyone.
0: Right on. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.